What is going on? This is Michael Hacker with the Hacker Outdoors podcast. Uh, coming at you today with a quick little episode um, filmed yesterday where we talk about my billion dollar catch, or I say one in a billion catch. Joe gives us a little update uh, about what he did today at Dick's and spending $100, how far that goes. And we go over Michael's game plan for some brown trout fishing today. Um, so hopefully you enjoy a little bit all over the place. We hope you enjoy. And without further ado. All right. Uh, you know, welcome, everyone. Brian, welcome. Joe, welcome. Everyone at home, we thank you for joining us. Um, we have started our conversation. So if you see us laughing a little bit and smiling, uh, we, we quick hit uh, record here to make sure that we had this on here. Um, yeah, so was down in Sandy Hook today and uh, was doing a little fishing and you know, sightseeing. It was a beautiful day. I think, uh, you know, once we got a little bit further north here in Jersey, it was 76 degrees, which is just unbelievable. Um, the ocean side was a little chilly. Uh, my Arcteryx MX uh, was a little too light. I needed to crack out the shell on top of that. Um, but on the base side, it was absolutely perfect. Uh, so we could walk for miles and miles. It kind of looked like Cape Cod. Um, I sent a picture to our mom and she was like, she's like, are you in the Cape? I said, no, no, that's Sandy Hook, Ma. It was like, it's just incredibly low tide for some reason. Like you could see the pylons and we walked for like a mile and a half, two miles on this, uh, you know, these sand dunes. It was awesome. Um, but, you know, didn't catch anything except I did catch a dead fish, um, which was incredibly strange. So, you know, got the wife out there fishing a little bit. Um, we were changing it up. We weren't having any hits and, um, she casts out and right where the waves were crashing onto the beach she had something chase it in so she's like oh my god like i couldn't see what it was it was like really sunny and kind of annoying to see things under the surface there and it was a little murky um so she casts it back out reels it back in nothing chases it so i said okay she's like here you go i'm done like michael you, you take over hands me the rod and reel and um I toss it out there so I'm, I'm reeling it in and i'm reeling it in and i'm reeling it in. i'm kind of jerking a little bit I swim bait on there and uh all of a sudden like right right in the same spot that she we saw that fish chase it in i go like this and i feel a little tension on the line i'm like what the hell and i'm like oh my god it's a, a bluefish on the line here and i really didn't think i'm fighting at all and it gets close enough and i realized that the fish is a dead rotting bluefish that had been floating in the ocean that i somehow snagged in the mouth now Donna will attest to this. This is exactly what happened. She looks at it and she goes, is that in his mouth? And is that dead? I said, yeah, like completely dead, missing eyeballs and everything like that. We were so flabbergasted. We didn't take video to prove that I actually had it on the line. Although I did take a picture of it when it was on the ground after I unhooked it. Um, so I did one in a million shot today, caught a dead fish uh, in the mouth. I think it's higher to catch one in the mouth, higher odds. Oh, a million percent, I think, I think yes. you can go a whole lifetime and not ever, ever hear that. I mean, I know guys who fish so much, and I never heard of somebody hooking a dead fish in the mouth. <laughs> I was like, I'm done. I could see if you like snag it like somewhere in his rotting corpse, but somehow you had a ghost fish, kind of like I, Bill Cosby's ghost dad. <laughs> yeah, of course, it completely snagged. I mean, it was, it was incredibly bizarre, um, and. 
that was it. I mean, the, the fish were running though, man. Like you could see it. I took some videos. I'll post it up on my Instagram tomorrow or today when this goes live. Um, and the, the seabirds were going nuts. I mean, they were running out there. Like if I had a boat today, I'd just be chasing. There wasn't a single boat on the water, man. Like for at least during the run, not that they were fishing. They were like a pleasure boater was out there and that was it. Um, so yeah, that was, that was my day today, man. Mind blowing. Mind blown. Mind blown. Yeah. <laughs> More impressive than catching a, a 32, 40 inch striped bass. I, that, I that to me is pretty, yeah. pretty damn impressive. Um, um, like, I was like, are you upset you didn't catch a fish? I said, Oh, I caught a fish. Think, think about like every time you've ever fished, you've casted in oceans, lakes, and rivers and ponds. And sometimes you snag something on the bottom. I've never caught something off the bottom. I know people have like fishing rods or whatever right. cans on a very rare occasion. Now try to make it even more complicated and catch a, a dead well, I fish. Caught, I caught a 65 year old bud can. Did you? Sick. Did you keep it? I think Brennan has it. That was That's like awesome. Years ago, there's a picture of it on my Instagram. <laughs> yeah, that, that was pretty cool. That's awesome. Wait, uh, I but it, it happens so rarely. I mean, think about how many times yeah. cast. You know, I, 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 I've never heard of somebody catching a dead fish. Uh, yeah, I mean, if I had my full tackle box and I had some lines, I, you know, now in Jersey we have that inline circle hook rule for for striped bass. I probably would have chopped them up and tossed them back out there. But um, he might have been too dead to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I sent you the picture. Rob, you would catch crabs. I, you would catch yeah. crabs on Which it. Which is fine. I don't. But, hey, it counts. It's yeah. something. That, yeah. that's, that's impressive. Very impressive. Yeah. Um, so we're looking at another beautiful day tomorrow. So I'm, I'm headed to do a little brown trout fishing um, nice. at this local little uh, stream. So wild, non-native browns because brown trout are not native to New Jersey. So mm -hmm. uh, I will let you know how I do that. I keep a fishing journal. So I, I looked back in the notes and I was like, well, I was there last April. What did I use? Now it's not April, but you know, we're gonna we're gonna start off with that and, and see how we do. So I, I'm I'm hopeful. Um, it's been a while since I've seen a beautiful brown trout. So, well, did you catch anything last April? Oh, dude, I caught like I want to say close to ten brown trout last season. Oh yeah, you did. I forgot about that. Yeah, you crushed it last year. <clears throat> yeah, 10, 10 brown trout. I think I caught close to twenty five, maybe twenty. I, I gotta look back. Uh, brook trout. And I did not do well with rainbow trout last year. I think I caught no. three or four rainbow trout and that was it. Um, and every fish that I caught was wild. They were not stocked at all. Um, so I have a hard time. And this is one of the things that I am trying to learn a little bit more about is big water fishing, right? And a lot of the waters that I've been fishing for uh, rainbow trout have been bigger, wider rivers. And I just am having a hard time finding them or getting down to their depths. So, you know, and I get frustrated, you know, I think that's, you only have so many hours in a day that you're allotting to a sport, right? And yeah. you're out there, you, you have a game plan that you think is going to work. And uh, if it doesn't work and you're, you get a little frustrated. So I, that's working on patience and working on uh, a little bit bigger, uh, bigger river water reading. So not catching dead fish. 
not catching <laughs> dead fish. Yeah. Dude, that, that, I, my mind's completely blown. I, I could when you said I still don't <laughs> believe it. Oh, I mean, I'll, I trust you, so I, I, I'm I'm saying out oh, you did, but I'm I, gonna mine can't process the what next, you're telling me. When when we talk tomorrow, when we when we call each other, I'll put Donna on the phone so Donna oh, can I, tell you. I mean, I believe you. I just, I, my, my head just can't wrap around it, I guess. I thought, you, I thought you were recording and I look over and I'm like, after I like had taken off, I was like, oh shit, you didn't even start recording. She's just like flabbergasted. She's standing there. She's like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> I mean, we're, I, I don't have words. Like, well, like Brian me. said, I, I have casted well over 8 million times in my life. I don't think I've ever seen it. I've seen people catch birds, like go to cast and a bird flies, but it's like, you know, get the bird, but. That almost happened today too. <laughs> cousin cousin uh, caught a duck. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, that does happen, you yeah. know, pretty frequently. Um, yeah. But man, it's wild. That, that, that is crazy. Absolutely yeah. crazy. I, yeah. Um, you know, I can go, go to bed happy. I mean, it was you an do. absolute gorgeous day out man i i I, and we were talking about in uh you know tuesday's show about how carry and carry out doesn't work and i sent a picture to joe on that too like this people just throwing garbage and if you've been to parking lot c at sandy hook and you've gone to the bathroom there you know that like doesn't matter the time of year there's garbage everywhere and someone broke that door to the bathroom because they have the main bathroom shut so it's just the unisex bathroom Mm -hmm. and there is the door's been broken since i think september and there is garbage everywhere and and they come and clean up the garbage so it's like why don't you just put out a trash can and stop this because what's happening is is that garbage is billowing away and flowing away and going into the ocean so might as well just have a trash can if you're coming to clean up after it anyway because i think this whole experiment has has failed carrying that's that's what i don't understand like what's the big deal of having a like I said, the one place I go to, I know they have their trash removed for the people who work there. They have people mm-hmm. pick up their trash. So putting two or three trash cans down, you know, wouldn't be a a huge issue, I would I would think, you know. But what do I know? Yeah. I don't know what do you know, Joe. Not a lot of much. You know, I know yeah. Forrest Gump pretty well. I've watched that movie like ten million times. But besides that, not much of anything. Well, that's that's a that's a good one. I, there's nothing wrong with that. I think I've watched it once. Will you watch had, Forrest Gump once? I don't know. How? I, I keep going down. That this. man is is the voice of a generation. He, he I, pretty much invented everything that happened from like from Jailhouse Rock, like the Elvis's dance. I mean, all through to the Apple computers. I he I, had a hand in every part of every. You know, it's, I saw it and I said, okay, I enjoyed it. I don't need to revisit it. I, and, and, you know, I quoted like, t- but today, like we, we, you, if you've ever been to Sandy Hook, there's the officer's quarters or the officer's houses, officer's row right along the mm-hmm. uh, Bayside, right? And there was one that said the lieutenant's house. And I said, Donna, this isn't very ADA compliant. Lieutenant Dan wouldn't be able to get in there. Like, no, you wouldn't. No. Um, but once again, like that stuff didn't exist back then. But, but, you know, I do talk about Forrest Gump from time to time. And Forrest Gump also has a, what is it called, Brian? A Mandela, what? Uh, not Paradox. It's a Mandela. Oh, uh, uh, 
I forget what it's called, but yeah. Um, Dad has one. He says he doesn't say life is like a box of chocolates. Uh, that that is a um, not true. That didn't happen in the movie. Yeah. It's a group um, thing. A Mandela effect. There. Mandela effect. Yeah, that's a group thing. We all put that in our heads. He did say life is like a box. Mama said life like a box of chocolates. We everyone that's, thinks that, but he actually that's didn't not, say that's that. not a Mandela thing. No, it's not. It's not a quote. That it's is a quote from the movie. Let we'll move on from that. So we'll 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 talk about that uh, some other time, not on the podcast. But um, so Joe, you're prepared. You you went to Dick's today, which I'm not. I'm happy watching about. it on YouTube right now. I hate that place. <laughs> Dick's. Yes, I went to Dick's. Let me pause this. Yes, I went to Dick's and um, spent way too much money on which feels like absolutely nothing. Yeah, that's the worst. I mean, first off, Dick's has became a warehouse of one brand, and this is a hundred dollars. <laughs> Not much of anything. Some soft plastics, weights, crankbaits. Actually, I don't know. Not a lot. I mean, most of the stuff I got was terminal tackle. I did get a couple hard baits. Only two hard baits. But yeah. Well, hard baits add up, man. That's yeah. like well, depending upon what you got, right? Well, I think my terminal. I mean, this is all the plastics I got. <laughs> so I guess it kind of adds up that actually there's another pack there. How many packs would you say you got? Let's see. We'll cut real quick. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight, eight packs of hard baits. And then I got some treble hooks. I have to replace some treble hooks. VMC, is that VMC? I see that. Yeah. Yeah. This You're is their hybrid, their hybrid, um, treble hook. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. beauty. Nice. Yeah, I got. Yeah, I had to replace some treble hooks. So I got two sets of those. I got some Nico hooks, some drop shot weights, and then I got three hard, three hard baits. Would you go with with hard baits? DT six, but the flat side DT six is a crankbait. I think I'm gonna get the reflection. No, I, the I can see. Yeah, it's good yeah, color. It's like a shad pattern. It's but it's got like some yellow in there. You can't really see it. Then that that one, and I just got a Strike King red eye shad. It's a lipless crank. Yeah, the shad. The shad. I like it. Yeah, but you know, hundred dollars doesn't. It goes quick in in tackle shops. Yeah, it really does. You know, I spent two hundred on a tackle warehouse order last week, and that was three swim jigs. (laughs) Was it three swim jigs, bottle of line conditioner, and two two things of line. Oh, tell me what 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 is line conditioner? And should I be putting line conditioner on my line? If you're been... throwing fluorocarbon, yeah. Oh no, um, I don't. Even mono too, yeah. Makes you cast farther. It, it it um helps with the memory in the line, not getting too much memory, so it doesn't get all like burly and everything. Um, it, it really improves casting distance, and it's insane what it actually does and the the noticeable difference. Like with my bay casters with fluoro, because I can bomb it like 200 yards. That's probably for wow. me. I can bomb it. But then you spray the line conditioner on, you're easily getting 20 to 30 extra yards. Easily. So back in high school, could you say you could cast clear over that mountain? I, I probably can still, you know, pass clear <laughs> over that mountain. Um, <laughs> our coach didn't seem fit to play me, though. So, you know, it, it's one of those it's things like, that bites at you. Game you the know, game. just nags at you for the rest of your life. If you just would have been put in that one play, <laughs> what could have been different? That's true. But coach, Hi. coach didn't see fit, so you know. Well, so let's uh, 
me try and wrap it up because I only have a, a minute here. So Joe, you, you have a ton of tackle that you purchased. You're ready to go for on Saturday. Um, are you going to be spending some time tomorrow setting up your stuff? So I probably going to go to Susquehanna tackle tomorrow to get more stuff. Madman. So for, well, for the, those the, of you who the are tackle aware, warehouse far... order, I could hold the tackle warehouse order like this in my hand. Okay. It's, it's not much. The line was expensive because I got 660 yards of FC snipe. And ten and twelve pound, and, and that alone was like a hundred thirty bucks right there. Yeah, forty bucks, and then twelve dollars, like fourteen dollars for the three swim jigs. The line conditioner was like twenty, and there you go. Um, Susquehanna tackle is about an hour and fifteen minutes from my house. Um, but they have the selection. Mad, I mad Yeah, Dix no, doesn't they... carry. They they carry very few brands. You know, I'm hmm. gonna I'm gonna call them out here. They owe me um, part of my order from last year. They didn't take care of that. No, they didn't. You need to you need to take care of it while you're down there. You can be my proxy. Send them some mozzarella. Oh, Susquehanna tackle. You mean? Uh, yeah. Susquehanna. I thought you were talking about Dicks. No, they send them no. Some mozzarella. I try not to go to Dicks, man. I I I like to support the local places, but me too. And Dick's kind of drives me insane with some of the stuff that they're trying to pull. But um, me too. But Dick's is literally, you know, the next closest shop is convenient. an hour and ten minutes away. So sometimes like the, Amaz the, the Amazons, right? Like the Amazons. Seeing a bunch of the stuff on the Amazons when it's not in stock anywhere, and you're like, man, do I really want to pay forty percent more for this? You're like, you know, but a lot what? of times the stuff you get on Amazon is knockoff. Too. Like I bought yeah. some fishing stuff on there, and it's like, this is not the same. Like, is a certain brand I bought off there once that I always use this color worm, this style worm from this brand. And I bought it on there one time, and it was in the right packaging, but it was just different. It was kind of like Walmart when you buy baits at Walmart down here. Like, they're like the ones you know, Walmart. Like, so it's like Yum sells Walmart baits. The yum baits you usually buy will have like oil and like scent on them and stuff like that. But the Walmart ones, when you get them, are bone dry. They don't mm -hmm. put that in there, and that's how they get them cheaper. Yeah, well, the, so they have specific deals. So when you when you sell to Walmart, you have a representative that basically lives down in Bentonville that you know negotiates all of this, and they say Walmart's like, look, we're going to get you in all our stores across the country and potentially across the world. Like, we need you to bring down the price. So the company that's doing whatever the manufacturing is, let's say the swim baits. They'll say, hmm, okay, so we need to cut the cost by 60% because we're cut cutting the cost to them by 50%. And we need to continue with our 10% margin or whatever the hell. And I'll take and tell you this. I know this for sure because I bought line condition there once. It was like on sale, supposedly. Yeah. And it was a name brand that I always use. And it wasn't the same as the other. Like clearly, clearly different. That's not. That's why I, I just I, I don't buy stuff in there anymore like that. So beware if, if, well, if you find baits there. There is a difference between, say, they carry missile baits. There's a difference between the missile baits you buy there and the missile baits you would buy at a tackle shop. Clear difference. Missile baits not in there, but you know what I'm saying. Like if it's a uh, Yakamoto yeah. or Zoom, clear difference, 100. Well, percent I think um, that's a good place to leave it, and that's good. You know, 411 there for anyone who's looking to buy stuff. You know, definitely do check it if you're buying it online and. Mm -hmm you know, we'll call third party purchases right through Amazon. A lot of them are, are third party. Um, I'm sure if Amazon's selling it directly and you can tell who the buyer, who the seller is on there, 
uh, that they wouldn't do that. But, you know, some third parties might be pulling things like that. And things at Walmart just know that the, the quality there is a difference there, uh, just like anything else, if it's a in-house brand or anything like that. So keep that in mind, Joe. Thank you for that. Um, Brian, you have anything to wrap up on? Nothing today, boys. I love it. I love it. Joe, give us a, a notes from the field. And, yeah, tomorrow uh, we can do that. Yeah, while you're setting up, we'd love to yeah, take a 100%. look and solid. You know. All right, guys. All right, Boys, right, it's always a pleasure. Adios. Everyone, I got to go do my listening. swimming laps. <laughs>